0: You're commuting home with Katz and Cosby. Now, here's John Katz and Matidis and Rita Cosby on 77 WABC.
1: Joining us now to talk about economy, and boy, is there a lot going on, is the great Larry Kudlow. He has the big top show there on Fox Business, also a big top show on Saturdays on WABC Radio. Larry, we are thrilled to have you fill us in on what's going on in the economy now.
0: How did uh, how did John do with all those left left wing Harvard people? Yeah, he did. By the way, it would he actually. You know what, John, as you know, he puts
1: everybody on. He was a huge success. Hey, Larry Ed Cox, they still want to make a billion a piece. So
0: <laughs> exactly, know, you him. know, uh, I I spoke at the Harvard Club a while back. Uh, it's a tough crowd. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that Princeton would be any better, but the Harvard thing was a tough crowd. And now we we all have to go to this left wing press thing tomorrow night. Because of John. I'm going only because of John. What is it?
1: That's right. Because it is are- the inner circle and it's it is all the different New York media, so I get to see you in a tuxedo. So that's a good thing, Larry.
0: These are these are David Patterson's friends. So these are- <laughs> Yes, yeah, so they'll all be happy to see all of you there. Yeah, he's approved. Sure, they will. Sure, they will. I'm going to wear a baseball uniform. <laughs> well, I'll say one thing, Rita. We got out, uh, I think, for the economy, the best news was the Republican House, uh, Kevin McCarthy, got out a very good budget plan, okay? A very good budget plan, um, which will. Uh, cap spending—it's going to save about four and a half trillion dollars um, this coming year. It'll save about 150 billion. And, he, and then not, I just had Maya McGinnis on our TV show, uh, the Committee for Responsible Federal Budget. It's a nonpartisan group, and she's a tough scorekeeper. But she said good things about it. So it's a very good start. But the problem is, President Biden—you know—demeaned it. He insulted it. He called it wacko and MAGA and all this other garbage. And he's got to negotiate his, you know, people in his own party are telling him they they may not like McCarthy's plan. Okay, I understand that. But the Democrats in the House and the Senate, Joe Manchin, they're saying the president has got to start to negotiate. He must, because the debt ceiling is going to come a little sooner than people thought, because the April tax returns, which is the biggest month of the year, obviously, are coming in short. So far, on a daily basis, we can see it in the daily Treasury statement. So the president has got to stop all this gibberish, stop this silly nonsense, and negotiate. He it's been seventy-eight or seventy-nine days since he last talked to Kevin McCarthy, and that is just wrong. It is totally irresponsible, and he is risking a debt default by not talking.
1: So where wow. do you see it coming together, Larry Kudlow?
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, look. You know, it'll take I've been through this many times uh, in my Washington career, and it'll take weeks and weeks, Rita, to hammer out a deal. Look, there is going to be spending cuts associated with an increase in the debt ceiling. Okay, we're going to pay the debt. There's no question about that. Even without a deal, there'll be enough uh, money, believe me, to pay the uh, debt So. People listening shouldn't fret about that. If you own Treasury bills or Treasury bonds, you're going to be fine. But the point is, you you can't do this overnight. This will take weeks and weeks. So we're coming in whatever today is, April twenty something. You know, we're coming into May, and I think by June the uh, Treasury is going to run out of money, and uh, they got to make a deal. It it will take four, five, six weeks to hammer something out. You know, you got the House Republicans. Okay. But the Senate is, is Democrat, obviously, and then you got the White House. Uh, and so far, uh, you know, Chuck Schumer is echoing the same thing. He's, he's calling it MAGA and this and that. Come on, they—they they know they're going to have to negotiate. They're being silly. They're being very irresponsible, and um, and uh, they should get on the stick. For yeah, the everything
1: of is everything's MAGA this, MAGA that. Uh, Governor yeah. David Patterson has a question
0: for you, Larry Kudlow. Larry, why yeah. do you why did the April taxes come in as short as they did? I I just didn't see any reason why that would happen. Well, that's a good question. That's an important question, Governor. Um, And I don't know all there is to know. You know, we look at if you do these things over time, you know what to follow. So you get a daily reading. It's called the Daily Treasury Statement. It gives you their cash position. I uh, I think it's because the economy is getting weaker and weaker. That's what I think. I think personal incomes are slowing down. I know that corporate profits are falling right now. Uh, they fell in the fourth quarter, and it looks like they're falling uh, in the first quarter, ended March 30th. Um, that's a, Corporate profits are a relatively small piece, but um, I think mostly personal incomes are getting slow. I think the economy is getting very slow. So at the moment, without knowing full facts, uh, that's my hunch.
1: And uh Larry Kudlow, I got to ask you, uh, this was stunning to me. You were on fire this week on Fox News. I was watching you on this one when it came out that the Biden administration's plan is basically to punish people with good credit yeah. uh, to subsist- subsidize those with risky credit for mortgages. This is amazing. Tell us about this. And, and is this going to happen? I mean, this to me, it, Judge Weinberg, we were talking about this is shocking.
0: Yeah, this is a very bad story. Uh, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, it's especially Fannie Mae, which is the government housing finance agency, and they're responsible for about 60%, 65% of the mortgages. So they've come up with this plan. You know, this is vintage left-wing Biden stuff. Uh, successful middle-income people who worked hard, played by the rules, saved up a nest egg. They put down 15 to 20% for a home, which is a very good thing. And if they rebuilt their credit scores, you know, their FICA credit scores to 680 or better, they are going to face higher mortgage rates and more fees, more points at signing so that people that don't qualify for FICA and people that don't put a good down payment on will be able to get some kind of credits and they can buy a home that they probably can't afford. So, in other words, they're punishing success and they're rewarding non-success. Is this, the and qu- this is a very bad thing. This is, you know, this is this big government socialism at its worst. This is punishing successful people. I mean, and by the way, this will not affect wealthy people or rich people. Rich people don't care. OK, they just buy the house. This is middle income people who have worked hard to rebuild their position, sometimes going all the way back 15 years, you know, to the meltdown in 2008. They've rebuilt their credit scores. Or from COVID, where everybody was out of work for a while, they rebuilt their COVID scores. They can put 20% down to buy an apartment or buy a home. They are going to be penalized by the government. This is just the worst thing I've ever seen. Larry, well, it's Richard Warmberg. Couldn't it be said that this is the great American disincentive program? Yes. Look, owning owning your own home is the American dream. Okay, and again, I'm not talking about the wealthiest people. I'm talking about middle class people, blue collar workers, et cetera, et cetera. I'm even talking about lower middle income people. Okay, a lot of people are employed now. So that's a good thing. So if you save for the American dream, which is to own your own home, raise a family in your own home, they are penalizing that American dream. I've never seen anything this bad. Now, go back 15, 20, 25 years. Fannie Mae was always trying to help low-income people. All right? That's fairly Democratic policy, almost bipartisan. It didn't work because, you know, when, when crunches come, they wind up uh, defaulting. So that was one of the issues back in 2008. Look, taxpayers had to finance 191 Billion dollar bailout of Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac because they made such bad investments in mortgages by low income people. So here they go again. They're messing with this again, only this time. Not only are they making bad investments in low income people, they're actually penalizing middle class people who saved up for a net egg in a house. It's unbelievable. It's it is unbelievable.
1: It is shocking. Larry, we love you, the great Larry Kudlow. And of course we're going to be listening tomorrow morning, ten A. M. to one on WABC Radio. Also the Great Fox Business Show. And we'll see you tomorrow night, right, Larry and a tux? You.
0: I'm afraid so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Governor Patterson. Oh, Larry, it won't be that you. bad.
0: I'll buy you a drink. Hi, Coke. Yes, I know, I know. (laughs) We'll
1: we'll see you tomorrow night. We can't wait, Larry. You're getting us in trouble here. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.
0: You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability.